this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody! Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blind Sides and Banter Podcast. This is the podcast made by super fans with super fans for super fans. I'm your host, Buckles, and with me I've got my mate, Mac. Mac, how you doing? Buckles, my man. I am a little bit dusty. Uh, we had a bit of a night out last night with some Survivor fans and, and friends of podcasting world and Survivor world, and including yourself. Had a, had a few beers, a few beverages, and uh, feeling a little bit today. Uh, maybe feel my age. But uh, nevertheless, I endeavour to talk about this episode of season forty-five. A bit of a, a bit of a lacklustre episode when you compare it to the rest of the season. Still enjoyable, but was it maybe one of the worst episodes of the season? Um, I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. I disagree. I really loved this episode. I do understand. Yes, there. I guess the vote very simple. Um. But I think there's actually quite a bit to dive into around this vote and what's going to happen past this vote. So obviously I love a good bit of strategy and the strategy of this vote, of this vote was so horrible for everyone but D that I'm very excited to talk about it. Even if um, a lot of the episode, not a whole lot sort of happened compared to the rest of the episodes. There was... There was no real magic to it other than, I guess, something big that we're going to talk about, and that's the challenge. Yeah, I, I, I just think it was probably a little bit like just down the line, like the Reba people running the numbers. But I do think like what we saw in the episode might set up like something to come. This coup from Emily that she might be planting the seeds and finding some people to, to maybe break this Reba 4. But I guess when you are that Reba 4 and you're in such a powerful position, this is the right thing to do, I think. Just... Maybe pick off a couple more, get a little bit closer to the end, help every all your alliance get nearer, and then you have options with Emily and 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 maybe Katura to use them to break that foursome when you need to. Because I think the main thing we are seeing is if D makes it to the end, D wins, and I think that's becoming such a big thing now. Like it's been said by almost every player that surely it's going to break up soon. I I just don't know if it is. I really don't. No? Um, it has to. I'm, I'm just... This is... it. Well, no, it doesn't have to. The right play is not to break up. For the who? right play but for the Reaper 4 is not D. to break... For everyone but D is to not break up and then cut D at the final four, if possible. Now, we have... I, I we'll, We will get into this, but I want to... Let's talk about this vote. Who, yeah. like you said, how they're cutting, they cut Kendra and then eventually they've got Katura and Emily sort of on the outside to sort of play the numbers around when they do get down to breaking up the Reaper 4. Hmm. Kendra going home this episode, name one other person that benefited from Kendra going home. Well, I just, I just think, other um, than D. Well, like if you're the Reba 4, you, you just need to get a little bit closer. This was just a straightforward vote. Kendra going just sort of disintegrates Bellow even further. There's less of them to work together now. She was still sort of with Bruce, sort of with Jake. I mean, her and Katura were close enough. So her there still leaves someone in the game that could rise against you. Like we saw her trying to get D out. So obviously D wants her out. But I think it doesn't need to benefit anyone hugely, but I think it benefits everyone at the same point. I 
I completely disagree. <laughs> I okay. think I who think would you rather is, get out? This then? is uh, Jake's the right move here. Jake is Why? the right move because he's not working with them. They've got Katora, they've got Emily, and they've got Kendra. Kendra going home only benefits D. Emily has some sort of relationship with her from from this episode, from them going to the sanctuary. She has a strategic relationship with, with her from this episode. We have Drew and Austin, who were on old, what was it, Bellow with yeah. her. Oh, sorry. The, the, no, the no. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, new, they, they were on New Bello with her. Yeah, yeah. So they have some sort of relationship with her, and they're, they're talking. You see Kendra talking to these people. The only person she doesn't talk to is D. And, yes, yeah, she's out She's out for D, and Kendra, like, I don't want to even talk about that, aiming for the big Gs, and it's going to make it back to the big Gs when yeah. you've got nobody with you. But she yeah. was an option when Reba 4 breaks up. With her gone... She was an option for everyone but D. D got the person she needed out, and that brings D one step forward to. I I don't know if I'm saying this too early, but a possible a, a probable D win at the end of this game. I D's my winner pick, and yeah. I'm seeing it more and more each week that it's Austin's game to lose and D's game to win. Well, I'm definitely not seeing an Austin win. That's uh, that's not happening for me. Yeah, definitely um, you're not seeing an Austin win. I'm. Yeah, you go. No, no I, I just think yeah, I, I see D as this big player, but I think that the fact that everyone has said how big a player she is, everyone has said D's going to win. No, everyone knows we can't go to the end with D. They've made that clear, and once that becomes clear, and the more you say it, it it, it becomes even more true. So. In my head, like, there's no way D can get to the end. Like, they're not dumb enough to take it. Um, I yeah, think that's what, they like, are. I, I, who? who? Like, Austin is the only one that says, I can't vote D out. And I, I think this might be his downfall. Um, Julie sort of set, mentioned she up. wanted to go to the end with D. Last week, she mentioned yeah. she wanted to go to the end with D. Julie said that. Mm. I think we are being set up for Austin's game to lose he loses, D wins because he can't cut D. I think that's 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 what we're perhaps, being set up for perhaps. in my mind. That's all yeah. I'm seeing. That's all I could see that entire episode. Wait, I mean, it were, this is this is going to be as old school Survivor as new as the new era can be, and this is going to be Reba for marching to the end. We saw Emily take a swing tonight, just even if it was a very subtle swing. But she got nowhere. She got absolutely nowhere. This oh, I, I is think, almost an unpenetrable floor. No, I, th- I think Emily's planted the seeds. And I, I think she might have gone a little bit early. But he, like I see it as, yeah, similar. Reba 4, March in the end with Emily. But at 5, this is where Drew and Austin then take Emily and then, then run to the th- with those three at the end. Like I think Emily's idea was good. But for Drew and Austin, it's just too early. It's too early right now to then lose the majority of the tribe. If they do it now, they're literally, they don't have the majority with the Reba 4. They now have the majority. They can run it to the end. But, so, so I think, I think knowing that you want to, you want to, they don't want to get the end of a D. Just Drew, Drew knows you can't. Um, so having Emily there when you need her to break it up, I think, I think that's what we're going to see. I, I, that's how I believe it's happening. 
That's why I think you can't have all these people in the game to break up this three before. That's why I think Kendra was a fine move to do because you already have Emily, you already have a Katura type person, even a Bruce, because it looks like Bruce might be around for the, for the long haul. Uh, you, you can't have all these people that, oh, we could use their number later because when there's that many, it's, 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 it's too many. You need to, you need to cut a few of them and keep one or two when you need them. So I, I think the Kendra move was fine. Okay. Where's Katura, can I ask? Because we did oh, not see a no lot idea. of her today. Where where is Katura in that re before? Because well, I think yeah, I think Katura's become less of a player in the game and more of just like a character on the screen. Like we're not getting her sense of uh, gameplay anymore. We're sort of just getting like the fun comments, you know, like the, the bit of the comedic relief rather than like strategical content from her, which is fine. Like I still enjoy her, but yeah, she's become just like a peripheral figure to the re before. They're using her somewhat. They're keeping her in the loop to sort of, I guess, have an option going forward, similar to Emily. Um, which is another reason I don't think Kendra needed to stay because they already have these other people. Um, so yeah, but I think like Katura has options still. Like there's still Bellow people there, Jake, Bruce, and if they get Emily, like that's four versus four sort of thing. But I mean, that's not going to happen. Um, I just want to touch back on yeah. when you, you were saying you'd rather have Jake out over Kendra. I just completely disagree with this. I think Jake's like, he's like a snake that's had his fangs cut off. Like he, he has no power. He has no threat. He doesn't have his shot in the dark anymore. Like they're literally just going to take him to a point where they just can use him or, or not even use him, and just he's always going to be there to be voted out. He can't do anything against them. So I just think, whereas Kendra, you know, was trying to get something going, Jake's almost like given up on that, and it's like they're, they're not scared of him anymore. So he's the type of player like he might just like go through to five because he, he can't do anything. There's no there's no power. I. Look, I, I definitely agree. Jake has no power, but I don't agree with his like his fangs are cut off. He's completely powerless. Jake is hustling. Even him, like looking at Kendra today, when she what got was that about? Off, it made me feel like it made me feel like, and I, t- I told you so, and I told you so. Like I'm, I'm surviving. You're not. I told you so. They're after yeah. you because you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. Jake is hustling. We're not seeing a lot of it this week. We didn't see a lot on the screen, but Jake is hustling. This is a guy I genuinely believe could win an immunity, an individual immunity. This is a guy. Now we, we're pretty we're pretty used to having an idol come out at this stage, another idol into the game. Um, that's definitely a possibility of coming in. Jake's going to be the one to find it. In my mind, he's the one hustling. He's the one pushing. He's the one trying. He's throwing shit at the wall. We see next week on Survivor, he throws shit at. Drew, he literally, because he's, he, I'm guessing, I'm, I, I don't know exactly how the conversation will go, but I'm guessing it's going to be, here's a here's an option, like, I'm an option, what can we do? And then Drew pretty much being Drew, who's slowly turning into the villain of the season or has been the villain of the season for quite a while, Drew's like, nah, um, I don't need you, fuck off. And yes, that's, that's yeah. how I feel. Jake is hustling. I think he's talking to everyone. We just didn't see much of it in this episode. Jake, I believe, is the right move because Kendra is a little bit wishy-washy, but she has a strategic mind and she's predictable to a certain point. I think she's a lot more predictable than Jake. And oh, certainly, this certainly. Final eight, final nine. Don't get me wrong. At the end, if Jake makes it to the end, I don't see him winning. He's getting the Owen vote. He's getting the dumb, dumb vote. Uh, the dumb, dumb edit. Sorry, the Owen edit. The dumb dumb edit, the I can't get anything right edit, but he's a hustler and he's hustling. Kendra, she tried. She definitely like she's definitely still got had options in the game, but 
she is a lot more predictable than Jake will ever be. And yeah, uh, there's certainly in my mind that there's an element to Jake that yeah is that unpredictable. He's tried that rock sing before, so you know he's got I guess balls to try something. And he talks up himself at tribal council as like the next one to go. And the more you say it, they build this narrative around yourself. So I do think if he does get to the end, he has a story to tell. Whether people respect him anymore is I don't think that's the case. I think they've sort of disregarded him, and that's that's why that to me that's why he has no power. But like who who, who can he ever get? connected with to vote together like he hasn't he can't it's like him and bruce maybe can rekindle but like what other numbers can he get like he, he can't he can't launch a counter-attack against you i don't agree there's gonna be another idol in the game i think there's three in the game now they're not gonna have four in the game it's just not it's just too many so there's no hope of that the shot in the dark's gone like i don't see much hope for jake i think he might stay around because they're just happy to keep him but yeah like i don't see him being uh masterminding anything which is a shame because I do, I'm starting to like him, but you know, that's just how it is. His shot in the dark's gone. Is the shot in the dark finished? Doesn't that finish at seven? Is it seven or six? I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. I think it's, I think it's seven, but I think it used to be six and then it's changed since. But anyway, um, idols in the game, it's like, it's not the final eight. So we've still got, a chance for an idol to be played. We find we start hearing about that merge idol around the final seven most of the time. So, like, that's when we start hearing about it, whether it was found earlier or not. That's another thing, but we start hearing around it around the final seven. So, say we, we have a idol play next week um, because Bruce is the target and Bruce plays his idol and then Austin gets scared, plays his idol and then... They're talking about going to rocks and well, obviously I don't. I don't know. They should. If if they're not thinking it, they should be thinking it. But who's going to go to rocks? Reba. Who's going to rocks? No one. Non Reavers. Why not, would they? Not, like they're not together. Exactly. There's no reason. There's no reason. Even though that is probably the right move here, is to get the majority. Yeah. I don't think it is, but and, I don't think it is because you you just have to take the chance that the Reaver are going to eventually split up and turn on each other because they know that they can't beat each other. So you just have to be like the last man standing of the non Reavers. To be like like the Emily or the Couture, that's how I see it, and just be that person who's there to be used to break up the Reavers. And if you can be the one that does that, that is a story to tell as well at the end, and you give yourself a little bit of credit. So, like they're not going to go to rocks. Emily Couture, Bruce and Jake are not going to unite against the Reavers. It's just not happening. I think I think the reason why Reaver don't seem maybe to the players as in control as they are is because they went to merge and and they lost instantly. Jay Meyer and Sifu. And I think yeah. this game... It was very smart. Spot. Very smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This false illusion that, oh, we're on top now. Reba's depowered. We've started to take over. And then, and but like, obviously, we knew, we know as a viewer that Jay Moore and Sifu weren't really in that. But on the outside, the other players probably thinking, oh, we've we've had two shots at Reba. We're going really well. Now we can look at other people. So it's like almost like the perfect thing that could happen. Yeah, it is. It is. This is the perfect Pagani. This is this is beautiful. This is this is masterful to watch. Yes, it's a little bit boring to a point, but it's masterful to watch. Um, it's like a game of chess, this, and they've sacrificed a few pieces early to get the upper hand. To get the upper hand, exactly. They've done they've done really well, and it's in their best interest to stay together as long as they can, because there's three out of four spots. Three people make it to the end. Only one of them misses out. So it's in their best interest to make it as far as possible. Obviously, it's in. D's best interest to make it to keep them together 
Austin, Drew, yeah. and Julie. It's in their best interest to eventually split it apart, and obviously they need options there. Um, and yes, I just I just think Kendra was an option for all of those three, yeah. and they've now lost up. Whereas maybe maybe Katura was the right vote. I think Jake, maybe even Katura. If Katura is going to to D, then Katura might have been the right vote in this circumstance now now that we're talking about it. But again, I, as I said earlier when I was talking about Katora, we don't know actually who she's with. We haven't we don't know seen where she enough stands. of her to know. Yeah, we don't know where she stands. No, that's so right. I'm, yeah, I, still, I still think D, uh, Jake was the right vote. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about something. Um, let's talk about the challenge, okay? Let's talk about everything around the challenge and all this stuff that happened because a lot happened in this episode. There were a lot of parts to this. I want to... Yeah. Start with talking about, obviously, the purity. Like, we got excited. There might have been a final nine pure vote. It would have been gorgeous. We we can dream. We love that final seven, final nine pure votes. They are the two best votes in the season of most seasons. Obviously, there's definitely some boring ones, but we lost it this time. But, and I'm going to say, like, this avenue of people not having their votes and then never being a pure vote and just twists and turns every single tribal. I'm not a, I, I don't love it. I do want purity, but I loved this. If they were going to do something, I think they did this really well. They gave a lot of the players agency in this. Um, they gave everyone a chance. So we could have still gone into a pure vote of everyone, all nine people having their vote. There was options here. I loved that they were able to pick their own tribes, but yeah, I just, it, it just, it's just a shame. We lost the purity of the final nine vote. Yeah. And we like almost got back because they've done the final 10 as a double vote recently. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we got excited. And just for the listeners, like the final nine and seven are great is because it's an odd number. So like when you, when you sort of have a majority, if one person flips to the other side, that's when you can get stuff to happen. So like, Kagayan, perfect example, where every odd number, Tony would flip sides and it made it exciting. So that's why we get excited for these things. Now, I don't love the fact, like, I'm all for losing votes and, and the vote economy of, like, how many votes are in the game. That is fun, but I think to lose it on a challenge is not fun. Like, to say you didn't win the challenge so you lose your vote is horrible. I think when you have a decision to make, like, a beware advantage where you are deciding to lose your vote, you are you have agency in that. That's fine because it's an interesting something to talk about. Like, oh, was this the right or wrong move? They've literally done a challenge, and because you sucked at the challenge, you now you can't vote. And and I just I don't like that. I don't like being punished for just being bad at a challenge. You're punished enough by not winning the reward, not winning the immunity. Like, why is losing a vote? Like, it's a bad way to lose your vote. I think it's not fair. That's that's my thought. I, but it's well, it's not just a challenge. It's two challenges. You have to lose. The original challenge with your with your team, and then you have to go in an individual challenge for your vote. I yeah, think no, I know it definitely that. gives. Oh, I definitely gives options. I do. I do see what you're saying. I very much see what you're saying. It sort of sucks if you're bad at math and you're not the most physically fit, or you get unlucky with the ball. You're not the best at balance. You mm. sort of you're fucked. You can't you can't find like digging a lot of those times is almost a luck of the draw, isn't it? We've seen players dig up complete holes and not find a thing. So it's almost like a draw. It's almost a on the luck thing. So I, I, I definitely um, see what you're saying there. And I do agree with that, but 
the whole setup of this, I do like that they get the chance. Then after that, like say they cut them, they the last three people don't get their vote back. I I agree that would have sucked if they just lost their vote just due to them losing that original challenge. But they get their option again. It puts them on another yeah. journey. It gives them a conversation with each other. Splitting these into three, three, three. I really loved that, and it was then they had a chance. And this was a completely different thing. This was a maths problem. This was a mathical. Someone with a mathematical mind can do this. Obviously, you can do not having sleep, not having anything like that. I loved this. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, it was very different. This is this is very different. That's what they're looking for in this new age survivor is finding something different. This was very different. If it was the original challenge they lost their vote, dislike it. But because they got the chance again with a completely different challenge, a mental challenge, to get their vote back, I loved that. Yeah, yeah. Did you try the challenge? I paused it and tried to do it. And yes. It was fucking hard. Yeah. That was – I spent probably like – I only probably spent two minutes on it because I thought, oh, yeah, I'll give myself a time. It was really hard. Like, did you get it? I got it in two minutes and twenty two seconds. But really, just wow. after I ate, just after I ate a foot long, subway foot long, <laughs> I and I had up ready to go. Yeah, and I had, <laughs> had a great sleep the night before. I had my magnesium the night before, and I had a great oh, perfect seven and a half hour of sleep. So I, um, I, I was definitely in the right mindset. I also, I have a mathematical mind. I see numbers. That's what I do. I don't, Your brain was ready for this challenge. Yeah, my brain right. They didn't tell us. Challenge. It must have been like five yeah. minutes, surely. They couldn't. They couldn't do it in two minutes. It's, just, it's not enough. Time. Yeah, no. Especially yeah. when you're depleted. Like I was, yeah, that's it. I just, I foresaw it, and um, I foresaw just. I just had to think, get as small as possible at the start. So I just straight away, as soon as I saw it, was the two biggest numbers. Subtract them from each other, and then find where where it makes work it out from there. So, well, good on you because I, I struggled so, and. I, I am a mathematical mind. I think my mum was a math teacher, and I was always decent at math. But yeah, I just couldn't. I just couldn't get there. Yeah, you know, was I trying my hardest? Yeah, probably not. But especially when you got a, a, a sand a hourglass in front of you, that extra pressure, like that's would be tough. So good yeah, on Austin. Like, yeah, did not see him yeah. pulling that out. Um, yeah. But I think I think what I liked about this the most was the fact that they could come back, and no one really knew. You could lie about whether you had your votes, so no one really knew how many votes were in the game. And I think Drew expressed that at Tribal Council. He's like, oh, is it six votes, seven votes, eight votes, or nine votes? And I think having that uncertainty around the vote, really, it made it fun. But the thing is, a lot of the, okay, well, not a lot of the players, someone like a Kendra was going to that boat thinking there were six votes, right? So why yeah. doesn't she try and get Jake and Bruce to do something? Why did they not try and force Rock Draw then? They had every chance. They didn't know there were seven votes in the game. There was only, there was only six. Like, why not chance your arm and, and do something? Uh, because she, uh, in the words of Jeff, um, if you're looking for a break, you're on the wrong show, and she took a break. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't Jake try and do something then? Why didn't he try to do I another think, rock draw? I, I, I genuinely think he did. I genuinely think he did. That's why we saw him at the end look at Kendra like, and I told you so. I think Jake tried. We just didn't see it on oh, the television yeah. screen. Um, no, that's a good said, point. I think, that's a good point. Yeah. I, think, I think Jake is hustling. I think he is trying. He's just... Got no power at all. No one cares. He is who? Who have we seen in the past that just no one will ever work with? Because oh, even Simon. Let's 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 take Australian Survivor heroes yes, versus villains. Yes. 
Nila, uh, Nina and Simon. She says it. She's just like, everything he touches breaks or something similar to yeah, that. Yeah. I can't work yeah. with this guy. Even if he's got a good plan, I can't trust it's going to go off because the guy's got the worst luck on the planet. That's where Jake is at the moment. Jake is the Simon. That's a very good comparison. But Simon was the same thing. He was depowered and he wasn't seen as a threat. That's why he went so far. But yeah. I guess with Simon, he, he had, that, he had the, the threat of like winning every challenge, but he was a beast. Yeah. And well, no, but Jake, I, I think Jake is a beast. He, we just, he, the just challenges haven't suited him perfectly this time. <laughs> okay, well then, yeah, I, I suppose, but I, it's, I just, it's, I it's definitely good. He, he, oh, no, I don't see him winning every challenge, but I definitely see him with the chance to win some of them. And I, it would not surprise me if we come back next week and Jake's won immunity. It yeah. would not surprise I think, me. I think having Bruce immune, um, Bruce would have been up for a rock draw, I'm sure. So I yeah. guess maybe, like you're saying, that's probably why you turned to Kendra. Like you had the chance to work with us to do something and then it cost you your game. So I think that's a really good point and something we probably didn't see. But it probably explains yeah. why you turned to look at it. That's a very good pickup. Yeah. Uh, um, one other thing I just want to talk about this challenge, um, is the beasts, the challenge beasts of the season. We have 47 year old Bruce, 47 year old character Bruce, and we have Julie 49. Holy shit. They're juking it out every week. Yeah. Super impressive from the old, from the oldies. Like they've probably got a good, at least what, 15 years on everyone else. And just like, Two challenges in a row to see him at the end. I was like, oh, this is really good. And I, I, I think, I don't know, something about Bruce now, I'm starting to root for him. When he won that challenge, I was like fist pumping. I'm like, yes, Bruce, go, man. I'm starting to love Bruce now. He's, he's back on the, in the good books. He's, got, he's, he's been humbled a bit. Um, but, yeah, if you want to keep talking about the challenge, go there. We'll go to Bruce next. No, I don't know. I, that, was, that, was my last, that was my last reference to the challenge. Let's, let's get on to Bruce. Um, Bruce, I, talk to me about Bruce. Bruce, whoa. Bruce, Bruce has really been hit hard. Like we saw it at the start of the episode, finding out that Kelly had an issue with him. It's interesting how I sort of felt like the storyline was Kelly's struggle with Bruce. Kelly's struggle to work with him, to keep him in line, to have him as a number and such a close ally, but just how hard the struggle was. But it turns out that storyline was completely wrong. This whole storyline is about Bruce and his evolution. This is his growth story. Yeah. Yeah, like you gotta commend Bruce being at the age of forty seven and seeing that there are there may be parts to his personality that aren't enjoyed by the people closest to him. And deciding that it's something that he needs to look at look into in his real life with his family, with his loved ones. Don't get me wrong, there may be no extravagant issues with his daughter as like Kelly has grown up in a completely different life and it's had its own struggles, its own trials for her. And this may be just some personality type she doesn't deal with well. Yeah. But a somber Bruce proves that you can teach an old dog new tricks. You can always better yourself and it's respectable that he's taken this on the chin he wants to investigate it more. He's not positive, but he wants to investigate it more. Bruce isn't the person I thought I'd feel emotions for. 
I don't really feel emotions for a lot of these players. I have a very strategic mind. I don't care a lot of the time, which is unfortunate <laughs> and probably something, a fault that I have. But this yeah. episode, I really, I really felt for him and it was really moving. I felt, I felt emotions. We are all shaped by our upbringing and our experiences. Like we learned from him playing survivor his whole life in an orphanage. And because of those experiences and the things that have happened in our upbringing, that leaves holes and faults in our personality. And when they come up, we should never stop taking the advisement, the constructive criticism on board, even if we don't completely agree at the time and just trying to better ourselves. I really, my hat goes off for Bruce. This was, this was a beautiful moment and this was a moving episode for Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really felt sorry for him, especially when he's talking about his daughter and like, is he overbearing on her? And, I sort of, in a way, disagree with you in saying, like, you need to constantly better yourself. Like, especially at Bruce's age, like, I, even in myself, I found that as I've gotten older, like, you know, you know how you, like, I, certainly self-perception is something that we should all strive to be better at. And, and I think once you know how you come across to people, um, like, Bruce must know that he comes across this way. And the fact that he doesn't at his age is shocking to me. And I think after a certain age, you, you set in your ways and that's just who you are. And it's fine to try and better yourself. But at the same time, you just have to learn, live with your faults. And there's nothing wrong with being not perfect. And I think like everyone is not perfect. And you're just sort of like, well, this is who I am. And if you don't like it, well, that's just the way it is. It's fine to try and maybe, you know, uh, uh, round off some edges, some sharp edges you might have. But if he's overbearing and that's, and that's how he comes across, like his family have grown up with that. They've learned to love that about him. So... I don't think he needs his whole drastic lifestyle change because, you know, at the end of the day, he's got his wife who's still married to him. I'm sure she loves him regardless. And, like, faults and all. And maybe the faults of people, are, you know, once you learn... That's part of the reason why you love part them, of, yeah. Exactly. It's part of love. Yeah. He doesn't need to change for, for anyone, and I don't think he should. It's fine to recognise that, but I think it's self-perception. And you, he should, really, at his age, he should know how he is. Because, I, I mean... I, 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 I agree completely, but sorry, I shouldn't say, but after agreeing completely, <laughs> I just know what I loved about this, what I loved, I'm not saying you have to change for everything. Like, like people criticize people constantly. You can't change every time someone tells you that you're bad at something or this is right, a whole, right. or this is a fault of yours. I'm not saying that, but he felt, he saw this, he saw this situation. He felt like he treated Kelly like his own daughter in some ways. He saw this situation and he wants to investigate it to see if there's an issue, to see if there's something more he can do for his loved ones. He's not doing this for Kelly. He's not changing himself for Kelly. He's not investigating this for Kelly. He's doing it for him and the people closest to him because he wants yeah, to better himself. Fair. And I, I agree. The older you get, the more set in the ways you are. And the more you don't give a fuck, you don't give a fuck what people think. But when something comes up, that can make you a better person for you, for you and the person you want to be. It's a great thing because you can then investigate that and see things that you can change. Yeah, no, that's fair. That, I, that, I do agree with that point. Yeah, but um, it was it was it was a nice moment from Drew, like you said, and, and I think having him so humbled, like he came in with his big bravado, and he was like the leader, and, and he was he thought he was, I guess, dominating, and I think I think. Being having his lines cut down and, and being now on the bottom and sort of fighting his way is now this underdog story, winning immunity. He's got, he's got his idol like 
he's he's gonna he's gonna have a tough road ahead of him. But I think he's like he's up for that fight, and you can see that like maybe he's realised it's him against the world sort of thing. So I'm excited to see where him goes. I think he's in an interesting spot, but because the more that he wins these immunities, and he's and everyone knows he has his idol right, I think they're going to start looking at Bruce as someone who is going to be in the end game. So I think the first person to like get to Bruce and use him is going to be really interesting. And like that can be, it can be pivotal in someone's game because if you know, someone's going to be there, you, you'd be stupid not to work with them almost like he's a number for someone and it's, who's going to pick so, him up first. That's how I see it. Yeah, I, 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 I agree that is that he is definitely a part of this. He's at least in the final seven. It's that simple. And if he can play his idol correctly by somehow not playing it, that could be the final sick. We talk about implicit immunity. Implicit immunity is a huge thing. If he can somehow stop it from being a split and somehow not play it, it, yeah, they can't vote for him and somehow he gets away with it. Like, there's there's definitely options here of him not playing it. I, I do think he will play it as soon as he loses. Yeah, I, think I, think, I think he yeah. almost has to. But who knows? He might pull something out of his ass and... We talk about implicit immunity, especially in this new era, having an idol. Xander got all the way to the end. He he literally got through the first few votes where they were sort of gunning for him because he had an idol. And then all of a sudden, they just gave up and they were just like, well, he's not going to win anyway. And Bruce is someone that people probably think they can beat. So I I think the difference is like he's going to have absolute balls of steel to not play the idol because Xander was in a position where he wasn't he wasn't on the bottom. Whereas when you know you're on the bottom. You, you sort of you can't risk it. Like you're always going to be targeted. He, he has no safety in numbers at all. He has no alliances. Yeah, really no, all. Maybe no, Jay. No one. Yeah. Maybe Jay. So, so to sit, we don't even know. Sit at a tribal council. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. But to sit at a tribal council where you don't you haven't won individual immunity, he he would have absolute balls to not play his idol. So look, anything can happen. But once that split vote doesn't become an option, um, that idol becomes more and more powerful. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. Talking about someone that he definitely went align with, let's talk about the villain of the season, Drew. Yeah. Holy fuck, he's got he's got some things to say. Is it like telling a forty seven year old like, oh, there's faults in your personality, pretty much in his confessionals? This is yeah. like, mate, I think you gotta you gotta step back and have a look at yourself. What is I think Drew's twenty three <laughs> or twenty four? Like, mate, yeah. I'm sorry, but You've also got faults in your personality, mate. There's like, it's yeah, a hot call in the kettle black. Yours is just different to Bruce's. He's got a bit of like a holier than thou attitude, but at the same time, I love Drew. I think he's one of like the best narrators we've it. ever had on yeah. Survivor. Yeah. The way he can, he can describe a situation. He's so articulate and it's so, it's such, it's so good to watch him talk about something. I don't care what it is. He could talk about, you know, the, the grass growing and it would be exciting. He has a way with words. Honestly, he will go down like it's like him, Cochrane, like Christian. He will go down as like one of these best narrators ever. David Wright, um, Penner, like he's up there with them. I, I'm loving Drew so much. I'm, I'm I'm loving I'm loving him. I'm loving how much I hate some of his shit, but I, I I'm loving him. He's he's great and he's so smart. Like he's got a real good chance in this season. But he's yeah, just how how he said that it was just it sort of just made me angry. And he is. Is this the first smart villain other than Penner? Is it? Is this the next Jonathan Penner? I wouldn't say Penner was a villain. I mean, uh, Penner Paladin was, was pretty villainous. Same thing. Good narrator. <laughs> yeah, brutally honest, I suppose. But um, Cook, Cook Islands, mate. 
Yeah, is is Drew a full villain? Like I know he's confessionals. He, he's this a little is, bit like this, well, who, who else is the villain of this season? Who's the other villain of this season? I, I don't think every season has like a clear villain. Um, I, I mean, Bruce was somewhat the villain. Like he was, was getting yeah, edited he where was, he, you know. So I don't think it's like a oh, this is the, if this is the heroes and villains in the future, I don't think Drew's coming on for that. Like he's not that. He's not Russell Hand. Yeah, you know? he's not. He's, or, no, he's not. He's not. He's the new the new era villain, like Jesse. Jesse was a new era villain. He wasn't yeah, overly was, villainous. Jesse stole his best best mate's idol. And exactly, used it exactly. That's, and that's it was a villainous awesome. move. And he did it. And yeah, it's a very villainous, but he did it in a way that we loved him. And in yeah, a way a that villain you didn't, love. didn't feel. Yeah, exactly. And I just I can sort of see Drew in sort of that spot for this season. Well, until until he takes Austin's idols and, and uses them, maybe not. But um, actually, Talking while, while we're there. Can, can we talk Julie's about Austin's idol with Julie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Julie's, Julie's still got one. Given that back? No, not that we saw. This, this not we saw. I've, re- I've, I've watched the episode. I've rewatched the episode. It was not brought up again after the no. after that. It was like, this is this is interesting. This is, could we see an Austin blindside next week? And then all of a sudden, Julie's got an idol. And Yeah, well, if, if you want to see yeah. a villain... If you want to see a villain, if I, if I'm Drew, I'm going to Austin and say, "Hey, knowledge is power's out there. Everyone knows about your idol. Give it to me." Now, now he has no idols. Julie and and, yeah. and, Oz, and Drew have taken it, and oh, 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 Could you imagine? Oh, Could you imagine? Oh, that would be brilliant. Austin, uh, Drew, please, please think like this. Please think like this. <laughs> um, yeah. But I just I want to say, fuck. Austin's in a good spot. Like he technically has two idols, even though we're not sure what's happening. There's this one with Julie. With Julie, D is a yeah. shield. And it's cr- that's a that's a crazy thing to have in this new era. She's well, she's the biggest shield you can have. He's got a different alliance with Drew and Emily to his original Reavers, so this puts him in a great position. Yeah. So Austin in such a good position like this, two idols, another alliance, a huge shield, and yet we see how he doesn't want to cut D. It, this, I think I brought this up earlier. This feels to me like this is it's his game to lose to a point at the moment. And he's not, him not cutting his best friend in the game could be the his downfall. And the reason he doesn't win, because I don't think anyone wants to win at the moment, even though it is his game to lose here at the final eight. Yeah, uh, it's hard to get a read on where he sort of sits in everyone's minds. Like, I don't know who he, who who does he beat in the end. Like, does he, I don't think he beats any of the Reavers. I think if he's up against any of them, he loses. I don't think he's done enough. I don't think he's seen as a strategic mastermind in that foursome. I think D's obviously seen as a leader, but I think Drew is getting the credit for a lot of moves. So I don't I don't see him winning. Like, I, who does he, he might if it, if it's like him and Katura and Jake, maybe he wins that. But like, apart from that, can can he win the game? Like, I don't see it as his game to lose. He's in a good spot, yeah. And he's got his two idols. He's in a good spot to get to the end. I don't think he's in a good spot to win. I okay. No, who does he beat? Like, the truth beat? is, no, no. The truth is, you're making me think. You're making me think. I like this. Okay, so okay, so what's what's he done? So he's gotten his. He's gotten the only beware advantage in the game. He's the only one that completed it. Got the only idols. So there's okay. there's something there that he can bring up. We've got. He ended up like Jay Meyer and Kelly going. Yes, he might not be able to claim the moves, 
but he had involvement in both moves and he can bring up that he was involved and he just let someone else take the reins there. That's that's a good story there. And in turn, it's he not gets impressive. a second idol. In turn, it's he gets not impressive. a second Well, it, it is if you let someone else take the cop the um, cop the shit for it. And you, not if they're sitting there and next you, to you. And, no, but, and you get the biggest advantage out of it. And the biggest advantage is he got an idol out of it. He wanted a fucking sandwich. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want it. I know, he didn't want the idol, but he got it out. He got the biggest advantage from those two going home. So He hasn't done anything with it. He hasn't as of yet. Yet, yet. Yes. And with him, he, he is in the best spot to do something. Yeah, he has, he has the ammunition. Yeah, he has yeah. the ammunition. That's why I'm saying this is his game to lose because he has the ammunition. He has the placement. Who's getting out Austin? Who's who's aiming yeah. at Austin? No one. Yeah. At the moment. No, we, we've never heard his name. So I think, I think he's going to have to do something special with his yeah. idols to, to, to like, not just to on himself, he's going to yeah. have to use one to do something to win the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Now, us talking this through... He has the ammunition. He has the best spot. If he, it's still only the final eight. He can do something here, like we saw Gabler yeah. doing, like doing his thing, and he, he wins from or Marianne wins from the final seven. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's yeah. like so he can definitely do something. He he has the best spot going into this final eight, and I don't think he does anything with it. I don't think he wins this season. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, let's let's like why don't we discuss like who do you think if let's you had to draft. rank them like one to eight? Let's yeah. let's, let's, let's do that. Let's let's, let's do a draft. Play. I'll I'm um, I'm going with D. D is my winner pick. She's the first time I've been this confident in, in my winner pick uh, this close to the end because I have never picked a winner. Um, I get more and more confident every week with my choice in her. This, this episode proves she's in a commanding position. Yes, being a leader in the new era is possibly the worst spot, but in this season, this one season with this possible begonging, could could being the leader be a winning season? We have heard from everyone they lose against Drew. Everyone, uh, every, everyone sorry, they lose against D. Everyone loses against D. It has been brought up since the merge. D is the one in the front. She's she's not going home next week. She's not going home the week after. If somehow Reba do get down to the final four, I would put her as a good chance to win immunity. Julie, like yes, she's with Austin and Austin and Julie, but who are both good at challenges as well. But D D was very mentally strong on that post when she held herself up with the big toes. She like I see D's, D's my number one pick at the moment to win this game. She's got the edit. She's yeah. got she's got the placement. I love it. I think the threat of D at the end is just looming large on everyone, and everyone knows it. That's why I just I just don't think she can make it to the end. She would have to win immunities on the on the way. And they, 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 these players nowadays are too smart to take her. Like everyone knows that she's going to win. I don't think she gets it. I think my top pick, if it's not D, I would say Emily is is in a positioned in a pretty good spot. Um, I do think that, yeah, she's sort of got this little thing with Drew and Austin where, you know, they have this chance to get to the five with Emily and then split Reba's in half. And if Emily's at the end, I think she beats everyone. I think she has a story to tell. She's had a good game. She's been 
uh, pretty fluid, which is important in the new era. Um, yeah, I would say Emily would be you know, my top pick to win from here. Okay. Um, next um, for this draft, I'm going to pick. That's Bruce. hard. Who is the next? Who's, I'm going to pick. I think Dean Emily are clear top picks. Yeah, I'm going to pick Bruce. Okay. After this episode, I'm going to pick Bruce. I think he has. He is part of the end game. Now, this is this is saying this because I think Emily and D are so high up on the list. They yeah, are so yeah, far ahead top. of everyone else. I don't see a winning game from anyone really else. So now we're I'm at the third place. We're starting to really pick it, and that's just who I want to pick. I want to pick Bruce because he's definitely part of the end game. He's definitely making it to the final seven. Possibly the final six if he can win another Amini or he plays it or he can work out bluffing his idol. He has a real good chance here to be a part of this, and I think he has a greater story than I originally thought at the end. I'm starting to see something in him that deserves the win. And I think Caleb and Kelly and Kendra are all possible votes for him, even if they weren't big fans of him in the game, if he can swing it correctly at the final tribal council. Do you think and he has a respect of anyone but? Like, that's the thing. I don't think no, he has a respect I, 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 I don't think at this moment he does. But no. Bruce getting to the end, being the target that he is, I think that earns respect. If they keep going after Bruce, they want to Bruce out for how long? They want to keep... They still want to get Bruce out... If he slips through, he, one vote here that he all of a sudden there's a flip or something and he's able to convince them to go somewhere else. And all of a sudden he's in the final three. There's respect there. He's just too yeah. big of a target at the moment for him not to get respect at the end for making it. I, I think I think there's a combination of players that he could beat. I think if he's there with Jake and, and perhaps Katura. Yeah. I think he might beat him. I think that's about it, but I don't think he beats many other people. Maybe he beats Austin. I, it's hard to say. But there's a bit of game left, so there is a combination for him. But getting getting Katura and Jake to the end, that it's an absolute not going to happen. So I don't know if he has a huge chance. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Drew as my next pick. I think yeah. out of out of the Reavers next to D, I think he is the the prime the top pick, yeah. and I, I obviously he's in a great spot. Um, I think he's sort of seen as like the master strategist. Certainly that's what I'm seeing on the TV. And I assume it's sort of coming out in the game as well. You can just, the way he speaks makes him sound more strategic even. So if he gets the end against most people, I think he would win. Um, I, obviously, I don't think he beats D. I don't know if he beats Emily, but I think he beats everyone else. So um, if he gets there, I think he's a good, very good chance. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, Austin, Julie, he gets to the end with those two. I think he beats Austin quite comfortably. He's seen as the smarter of the two. Like, almost yeah. like Austin's his lackey and just following him around like a puppy dog. Um, he obviously has this thing with Emily that we've seen a lot of, this conversations with Emily. Originally, I thought Emily was with Austin, not so much, and just Drew was like an add-on. I... Yeah. I'm starting, I'm starting to be, maybe it's because D and Austin are so close that maybe we're starting to, I feel like, I think even Emily said, oh, don't quote me on it, but I think she even said something about Austin's, uh, Drew's my ally, my closest ally. 
and then maybe said mm. plus Austin or something like that. So yeah, I think I think Drew would, is definitely a good number fourth pick. Um, number fifth. Now this is where it starts to get really really hard. I think <laughs> um, Bruce and Drew have winning games. Um, uh, Jake definitely. T- um, oh, who do I? T- I want to take Julie, but I'm going to take Austin. Um, I think Austin has a better chance than Julie because of the archetype, unfortunately, which is a bit sad. But I think Austin, as I said, he has the best position. He has the ammunition at this moment that it's his game to lose. I just don't see him winning. That's why he's my third pick. Yeah, I, I, like I was saying before, like I don't know if there's many people he can beat. And I, yeah. I do sort of think the same about Julie. Like, I think when you're in a majority alliance and you sort of just run it to the end, um, it's hard to get behind that, especially when you've got people on the jury like Caleb, who was the underdog, you know, Kelly on the other side, Kendra. Like, do they respect just running the numbers? So, yeah. you know, it's, I'm tempted to even throw Jake in next just, just for story arc. Yeah, and- yeah do it. It's easy to get behind that story. Um, so I guess I'll take Jake. <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah, if he, if he can make it there, it's a pretty good effort and, and it might be enough just to get him some votes. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. I think, um, like, we, we talked about that with Owen, even though, like, everyone loves an underdog. Australians like underdogs more than Americans do, but... Yeah. Um, everyone likes an underdog. Like if he gets there, he causes, he's, he's throwing some shit at the wall. If something sticks, it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. No, so, so yeah, who knows? Um, uh, well, I'm sorry. You can keep your winner pick. I'm taking Julie as my next pick and my, and number seven, yeah. um, chances to win the game. I love Julie. I think she's playing a great game. I love her content. She is a challenge beast. I, I think if I was to meet anyone out of this season, she'd be probably number one. And wow. Then, yeah. I think I think Julie just has such a mind for this game and she's put herself in a great position, but she's played it too safe and she's unfortunately it's a, that archetype's hard to it's a hard stigma to get away from. It's hard to break. Yeah. It's hard yeah, to break. Yeah, we saw Caroline Caroline last year, which is definitely not the same archetype, but that sort of, that little bit older woman, Mm. we saw it last year. She played an absolutely great game and didn't get a single vote. She was a zero vote finalist. It's just unfortunate that that is how it is. It's hard, but I think if she keeps performing in the challenge the way she is, I do think that gets a lot of respect for that sort of, that archetype. So it's hard. Like being that archetype and just being in a majority is not a good place for you. You need to be doing more things. You need to be an underdog. You need to, or at least be making moves when you're just sitting pretty at the top and you are that archetype. It's so hard to, 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 to get a vote at the end. So I, I think she might be drawing dead. I think she could be the last pick. Um, I'm going to obviously take, take the last pick on the ball. Couture. I like my winner pick. She's still in the game. Uh, <laughs> I, honestly, there is no chance. In my mind, that Katura wins this season. I just don't see any any way that one. Like she might get there, maybe, but I doubt it. But even if she does, like, what is she gonna say? Like, there's, there's... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if she sits next to Bruce, she can just rip into him, and that'd be fun. And maybe the jury would just laugh and, and give her a vote. But <laughs> what? Give me a scenario that Katura wins. I can't even. I can't come up with anything. There's, she'd she'd have to be in charge of the moves from now on. I think. 
to get <laughs> a winning, to have a winning go. And she won't be. She, she doesn't have the agency. She doesn't have the urgency. Yeah. Um, where the Katura Bruce sort of rivalry, are we going to get an end? <laughs> Do they yeah, get to yeah, the 100%. end together? Do they get to the end together? <laughs> Could, how good would that be? I would love to see that. But this has to have an ending. Like, yeah. they've talked up all season, and obviously the editors know what's going to happen. So yeah. they've made it this biggest thing. And, I mean, yeah, I hope they get to the end together. That would just be epic. Uh, I, I can't see it happening. Someone's going to take the other down. It's just yeah. when. when I, think, I think I'm, I'm steering towards I think Bruce wins. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely am too. Yeah, I think... Because we hear it... We've heard it from Katura's side, and she's the antagonist. Like, I don't like Bruce. We don't hear as much from Bruce. So having that and having her lose the the war, it would just make it much more poetic. So I yeah. do think that Bruce wins this this war. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, let's uh, let's move on to our segment next week on Survivor. And I guess before we do that, let's look at we, what we said uh, last time out. Actually, you weren't even there. So let's see what me and uh, Jackie had to say last week. Uh, yes, I, I I do think the prediction for me is that the votes are going to be split between Jake and Bruce. Uh, Bruce will play the idol and Jake will go home. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, look, if Bruce doesn't win immunity, that's not far off what's what happens, I guess. Um, but, he but ultimately, <laughs> it is incorrect. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I genuinely believe that it possibly would have gone that way, but it didn't. And who knows, it might have been Kendra and Bruce being split between because D needed Kendra out. So, um, yeah. 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 Anyway, well, they, I mean, they I'm, split on the two people available I'm, to split on. I'm sorry, Jackie, but... <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect. And how right, about you? What did you say, mate? At least we know Bruce has the idol to play. I think Bruce will probably play it regardless next week, so... I'm going to say Bruce plays it. Jake goes home. Yeah, so obviously, it's virtually the same prediction as Jack. Um, not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Uh, bow, bow. Don't worry. I probably would have said the same thing. Um, I, I think yeah. Kendra's Kendra's name deserved to come up, but I still think it would have. I wouldn't have predicted Bruce to win another immunity challenge. I and I would have thought it would be between the two of them. So I understand. However. I'm a bit excited to talk about what we think is going to happen next week. All right. I think, um, look, I think this really before they've got another week together at least. Um, there's there's still too many loose loose ends in Couture, Bruce and Jake. So I, I, they're going to target those three. Um, and I do think it's going to be like Bruce or Jake. Bruce has the immunity still, the idol, which I expect him to play if he doesn't win immunity. If he does, I don't think he's going to give it to Jake. He's not going to give the idol to Jake. So I'm going to say Jake's going to go home next week. I'm going to not not completely agree. I'm going to say, yes, I think Jake is the biggest target. I think he's, his name's definitely going out there. I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb. And I'm going to say Drew is going to pick up that how powerful D is. I think he's smart enough. I think Bruce, his idol gets played and, or he wins immunity. He's not going home. I think Drew targets Katura because from a complete 100% guess, I'm guessing Katura 
is closest with D. They talked about the women's thing earlier in the season, late last episode, that sort of thing. I think they have a better connection. And I think they're going to slip. They're going to like almost force D's hand and make Katora go home next week. That's my predictions. It's horrible. I already sound no, like I've lost it. No, I can say that because... <laughs> Nah, I think, look, that's happened the last two weeks. We've expected Jake to go, and, and they've sort of planned like, oh, let's just get the other person out. Jake's the target. Let's get the other one out. So Kelly went, and then Kendra's gone. And it might happen again. It might be like target Jake and Bruce, but then get Couture out. Like, it's it seems what's going on. But, yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely one of those three. So it would be interesting to see how they make it a good episode, I suppose. Well, actually, I, I would like to add on another option for my prediction. I still think Couture goes home. Bruce plays his idol and picks Katura to go home. And hence, the end of the Katura bruce saga. The end yeah. of the story, yeah. yeah. That would be that fun. Would be that fun. would be fun. Okay. All right, let's, let's talk about Kendra. Um, as a character, I fucking loved Kendra. She was a hoot. I, I don't know if I was too high up on her originally. Um, that craziness in the first few episodes was a bit, maybe too much for me. But holy fuck, I loved her by the end of it. She she was she was fun. She was playing the game. She was like I don't agree with all the moves, but she was playing the game. She was trying. I just don't think she's got a survivor mind. So as a player and a character, I really liked her. Um, just not. I just know that there were definitely faults in her player part. Her character fun as fuck. Loved it. Loved it. Would see her again. I don't think she'll come back, but I would would see her again if she did. Be happy with that. How about you, mate? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend to agree. I think as a character, I actually really enjoyed her. She's a lot of fun. She's a bit kooky. Uh, she's got those, those big eyes yeah, like, holy all the fuck. time. You like, could look at stare at them for days. Wide-eyed <laughs> open. Yeah, it's like always is like this shocked, not shocked face, but like just like wide open eyes. Like, oh, wow. It's definitely like a memorable part of her was that. Um, she yeah, gave a lot of good energy. You can see she's like a bit alternative, and which is fun. It's fun to watch. Uh, as a player, I didn't really think she had a f- grasp of what was happening, perhaps. No. But the character was enough for me to like her. I enjoyed her on the screen. I don't think she returned, but it, like you said, it wouldn't. I'd be happy yeah. to see her again. Like she was. Fun. I, I think. I think there's enough player that I would be very happy to see her again. There is enough player in her, even if yes, this season wasn't for her. It wasn't the right moves, etc. Um, she lost a few times, but there was enough in her. I, I loved, I loved her as a character. She, she possibly one of my favorite characters on this season by this episode. She, I really, really enjoyed her. Um, yeah, okay. a memorable moment. Yeah. I think it's her eyes. Like just those whoa faces, those, <laughs> whoa, oh my God. It was, it was great. It was great. And yeah, I guess the kookiness yeah. from the yeah. start. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, Kendra, we say goodbye, but let's move on to Buckles Buff of the episode, and I'm just going to kick this straight off. I've already said it, the only person that won this entire episode was D. The only person. D gets my buff. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, D gets my buff. Uh, you know, she, she hears Kendra throwing out a name, so instantly to D, Kendra is now unworkable for her. Um, so having everyone else in the game is fine. Kendra's the one I can't work with, so I've got to get her out. She pretty much like had the argument with Julie about is it Kendra, is it Jake, and she got her way. Whether or not she was too heavy-handed, 
it doesn't really matter because she got the person that she wanted out, used her power that she had, and, and and was aggressive in that. And I think when you are at that top of the tree, sometimes being aggressive and getting what you want is necessary. So I thought she did everything was good um, in a good spot. Like you said, she's you know the top of the draft pick in terms of winner winner candidate. So uh, yeah, D gets the buff. This yeah, time. and like as you said, like um, at sometimes it's necessary to sort of take that power. Whether it's necessary or not, I don't think it changes how people look at her because she's already the biggest threat in the game. It doesn't change anything. So you right. so yeah. use that and swing that axe. Swing the heaviest axe in the game because you've got it. So it's not going to change anything. You're, you're too far... She's too she's too That's far a- ahead. She can't become a bigger threat than she already is. So fucking use it. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, wield the power because yep. you're going to have it anyway. Like, they're going to look at you that way. So, yeah, really, really good point. Uh, uh, at the final eight, the buff of the episodes, here's the draw. Uh, the picket fence is one less. We uh, we let, Drew went up to three last week. So, we got Sabaya, Katora, Bruce, Julie, and Caleb all on one. Of course, we've lost Sabaya and Caleb. Kelly, Austin, and we have D now on two. Um, with obviously losing Kelly last week. We have Drew on three in second place. And of course, the beautiful Emily on four. Well done, Emily. That's, that's, uh, amazes me that they're, they're D's first buffs of the season. Um, both in the same episode. I, th- I thought she's had a solid season. And I guess, I guess all the pre merge stuff, Emily got a lot of that. Um, yeah, I thought they would be a bit higher, to be honest. So but, if you think yeah. of the vote out where Sean went home after the quit, Dee fucked up in that episode, then she didn't go to tribal council at all till the merge. Yeah, at true. the merge, true. being the, merge. the biggest leader and that threat level slowly building up over the last few weeks, we weren't, like, that's not a great, uh, impressive thing. It's not something you want to do. So we haven't been giving her the kudos for that. But now that she's there and she wields the power, we gave it this week and she deserves both those buffs. Yeah, for sure. I think it's good to see, um, like, back-to-back weeks, Drew got two buffs, D got two buffs. Like, we're starting to see people take a bit of control and, and earning the buffs now. So it, it means, like, they're sort of elevating themselves above the other Reavers. And that's probably why we have them higher on the draft than Austin and Julie because they're starting to do stuff. So good on them. Um, excited to see where this goes from yeah. Final Eight. Okay, mate. That is us for today. That was that was long. Is that our longest? That might be our longest US podcast. Um, on an episode, you didn't think there was much. There was a lot in. <laughs> well, it was a straightforward episode, but yeah, we we, we, we managed to to get okay. a bit of content out there. It's good fun to talk about it, and yeah, it, it is enough interesting moves that could happen. I just hope they do happen. That's the only thing. Yeah. I don't want yeah, it to go on. I, I don't want it, even though at the same time it's the smartest move for the people there, especially for D. Especially for D. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. What do you got going on, mate? Mate, rainy weekend, uh, Sydney Derby tonight, and uh, yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cruisy. Bit of UK survivor tomorrow, and uh, we'll pot about that, and that'll be out sometime uh, midweek. So look forward to that. What about yourself? Uh, I've. Not too sure what's happening today. I've got the option to go to Sydney and catch up with some Survivor friends. Unfortunately, I've got something else going on that... Again? Yeah, I've got someone, something else going on that I might have to go to. 
Um, so we'll see see what happens there. Or I'm just not sure. I do have to go to it, but I'm not sure how long it's going to be. Um, so I do hope to make it to Circular Key tonight. But yeah, other than that, tomorrow lunch with the rents, um, and then back into work. Um, I'm fully recovered after shingles and the big wedding from last weekend. Finally, and I'm um, back into life, which is great. Got to hang out with you last night, which was fucking awesome. We had such a great time. And I, I wasn't Good even times. drunk. What the fuck? I had to drive home. It was great. <laughs> I certainly <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah. Nah, okay. Um, guys, hit us up on Facebook at Buffs, Blindsides, and Banter. Get us on Instagram, Survivor underscore 3BS. Get us at Twitter, Survivor 3BS. I've been Buckles. He's been Mac. You've been awesome. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Mac. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Buckles. Always a pleasure. See you next time.